Um, so this is my my wife, Mia. <laughs> Who? What role uh, do you um, play at Harbor Church, by Paul? They're both seeing your life. <laughs> no, of course. Uh, at Harbor Church, Waipahu, I'm currently the worship director. Mm-hmm. And we planted last year um, from Harbor Church. Mm-hmm. In August, last August, so coming up on one year. Yeah. So what is like, you were the worship, you were a worship leader mm-hmm. at Harbor, the church we planted from. Mm-hmm. And what was like, what's the difference between what you're doing now versus what you were doing then? Well, now I kind of oversee all of worship versus at our last church. I was just focusing on the Sundays that I was leading and I was submitted to our worship director there mm-hmm. who. So now I feel like I have more. Uh, I guess not necessarily creative freedom, but I'm more so focused on like the culture that we want to build. Um, here at our church, at Harbor Church, Waipahu, the worship culture, and um, I don't know. I'm having a hard t- time articulating it. Could it be because you have a baby in your hands? I mean, it could be, and it could be because I'm running off of a little sleep then. <laughs> um, so, like, what is, what, the? so you're doing more now, like, at our church, but what was the, what was the big difference immediately that you noticed from being at an established church? We had... Bigger teams, um, bigger church, more established versus being in a church plant. Like, what was that initial? Oh, we're starting everything from scratch. So I guess that was that's a big difference is like, well, in partnership with you and submitted to your leadership as our past, our planting pastor and our one elder right now. Yeah, one. <laughs> um, but um, just starting this from scratch, like we were coming with a team from Harbor Church, Honolulu, Honolulu, but... Mm-hmm. Getting to decide, like, hey, what kind of, what kind of culture do we want to um, create at our church? Um, and even though we planted with a team, two or three, three of us, maybe we're serving regularly on the worship team there. Mm-hmm. So um, it was pretty new for the other two. We started with a small team, and people were just uh, stepping out of their comfort zones. I mean, our drummer became our guitarist. For most Sundays, sometimes it was just me and him, him playing, me, me singing. Um, and so just starting everything from scratch. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was, it's been fun to see God provide. Sorry, I feel like I'm going to go off on a tangent if I keep going, but. No, it's fine. Yeah, it, that was the big difference is like we're starting from scratch, even though we're coming from an established church that has its own culture, we're starting from scratch to establish our own culture and what our church is going to be like. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's different starting in a conference room. Yeah. So like, <laughs> tell me about that. Cause we started it, like, we just got a building in the end of last year, renovated it, mm-hmm. renovated it a lot. And like our worship team that we have now and the experience that you would have when you come to our church now is way different than what it was when we planted. Yeah. So can you talk about like planting and what was it like leading worship during like, this past year, we had Christmas, we had like mm-hmm. New Year's, all New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve, all on the on all on Sunday. What is it like yeah. leading worship for six kids? <laughs> More like <laughs> ten <laughs> kids. Can you talk, talk about why we had ten kids in worship? Or like, oh yeah, so we planted with one, two, three, four, about four fam- well, several families, but four of our core families. 
had multiple children. So we had four at the time. One of our other, the other families had four and then one had five. The other had two. And so in the conference room, there would be times when we're starting worship. I'm giving the, or at the time you and I were taking turns giving Mm -hmm. the call to worship. But sometimes it was giving the call to worship to kids right there in that front section. And the conference room was small. So got to imagine there are how many, like 40 seats in the middle section. And then like, I don't know, 15 seats on one side. Um, Then the other side, there was no space for seats. It was the door. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then whatever else we had over there. But yeah, I think what hasn't changed is the heart of worship. Like, and that's something that's been at the forefront of my mind when uh, trying to establish um, our worship, our worship here at mm-hmm. Harbor Church, Waipahu. You came home from work and like one of the big reasons is because you you didn't want to just lead music at the church. Like you didn't want to just like get up and sing on Sundays, but you wanted to establish a culture. Like what is, what is the kind of culture that you wanted to establish? First and foremost, uh, that we love Jesus, that like Jesus is is the reason that we worship. He's the one that we worship. He's the, um, yeah, he's everything that even, um, like you said, it's not just getting up as a worship leader or even just someone serving on a worship team. It's not just about getting up there and singing a song, but even all the prep is worship. Unto him, the the Bible says to do everything as unto the Lord um, with thanksgiving, right? I might be like combining two scriptures at the moment. I'm <laughs> running fine. off of like little sleep. But um, yeah, scripture says to do every everything as unto the Lord. And so everything, our whole lives, I mean, he says we, in John 15, that uh, to abide in him and him in us because we can do nothing apart from him. Um, and that includes everything because, <laughs> yeah, we really can do nothing apart from him. Mm-hmm. And so for me... Um, I want it to be very intentional. So that starts with choosing the worship set, starts with reading the scripture for the week, talking to uh, the preacher and finding out, hey, where are you, where is the sermon going? What's your main focus? So that for us, we do three songs up front and two um, after the sermon. So I always think of the first three songs as um, helping people set their hearts and minds on Christ and on God and who he is and who we are in light of his word. And I think all worship songs, at least what when I'm looking at worship songs, I'm um, checking like, hey, do they line up with God's word? Are they reminding, are they helpful in reminding our people um, of God's word and his truth, of his character? Because um, if they are, then they're going to serve their purpose in helping prepare hearts and minds for um, to worship God. Mm-hmm. Or not just that, but to help us worship God and to help our um, set our hearts and minds on him to open our hearts to be ready to receive the word that's going to be preached. And then the last two songs um, in my mind serve as um, a response. It gives the the congregation, gives us, the people, the church who's gathered um, space to respond, gives us uh, something that we can use a tool to respond mm-hmm. um, to God's grace and what we've heard um, preaching a sermon. So I always try to Make sure they go really well with the text that we're um, reading and hearing um, preached each Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then also just great musically yeah. and help us to, um, that songs that cause us to want to 
praise God and help us to do that. Yeah. But sorry, I forgot what your question was. No, that's good. I was just asking what kind of culture you wanted to build. Which oh, is good. That, yeah, that, one that's centered around Christ and mm-hmm. has him at the forefront. But, but um, also, like, Ephesians reminds us to um, sing songs and spiritual psalms and songs and hymns to one another, um, encouraging one another mm-hmm. um, in our faith and to, I'm, I'm mixing up scriptures, but to do good um, and to pursue love. And so um, Sunday serves as a time for us to do that. Mm-hmm. Um like when you hear the person either on the stage or the person next to you in the congregation singing, like I want to make sure like those words that we're singing are true and are helping our people to to fulfill the to walk in light of that scripture to fulfill mm-hmm. that scripture of um, singing songs yeah. that encourage us to to keep on keeping on. <laughs> yeah. So like one of the things that I noticed about you just even when we met was you loved music and like it seemed like for you music was just that way that you connected with the lord like you (laughs) you would skip out on answering my phone calls so you could worship god and you wouldn't call me back until like one o'clock i remember and i was like how inconsiderate you're like i'm so sorry i was worshiping god but that's always been you like you've been like that i'm playing music in the car you're like i can we just listen to worship music like that was that's a good thing but where did that come from? Like, where did that... Because I know a lot of worship leaders. I know a lot of um, people that sing, musicians and things like that. But where did that come from for you? Like, you... Do you... You don't even, like... <laughs> like, it's hard for me to... I hardly ever hear you listen to anything but music that's, like, straight up worship. Yeah, I hardly like, listen to secular music now. But, I mean, growing up, I listened to all kinds of music. Mm-hmm. Grew up on oldies... Um, because of my parents, uh, all kinds of music, local Hawaiian music, Samoan music. Yeah. So where did this come from then? Where R&B. is this heart for wanting to build this kind of culture? Where is this like desire, this love for worship? And how did that? Definitely that came from God. Yeah. I think in college, um, I just had a hunger for more of God. And I believe it comes from him. Um, and... Music always like influenced me, and I think, I think most for most people like everyone like connects. I, I think there's something inherent that God put in each of us that like music speaks to people, and um, like helps us to connect like emotionally with mm-hmm. a lot of things. So like when someone's going through a hard time, right? Oftentimes they go to music, mm-hmm. um, whether or not that music and music is powerful, where it can either help us to like do better Mm -hmm. and like um, it can help lighten a situation or it can like take us to a dark place. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for me, I mean, I'm no different than anyone else in the sense that like music does that for me. Like Mm -hmm. if I listen to something that's talking about heartache or heartbreak, like I'm going to feel that heartbreak, even if I didn't go through that heartbreak. Right. Like you're listening to Drake and you just feel bad about a, Getting dumped when you you didn't get dumped, like yeah. So. Well, I never, don't really listen to Drake, so oh, I don't yeah, know what I know what his songs are about. <laughs> but um, yeah, but yeah. If it's like you used to call me on my cell phone. Then mm-hmm. I would be like, yeah, I used to call me on my like you know, I like for me, it's hard to not connect to the lyrics mm-hmm. or not to feel like what that that really that artist mm-hmm. is talking about. Um, yeah. And so, 
like once I noticed, I think what a huge or like when that hunger for God really increased in college, I, I grew up in the church. So I think it was always like there's no point that I um, think that I ever believed that like Jesus wasn't real. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, like in my life, I, there's definitely I've definitely matured in my walk with the Lord. Um, but not until like college, I think, where that hunger was so um, consuming that. I was like, I just want like the stuff I was listening to, like everything was like, I just want more of God. So mm-hmm. like all the songs I was listening to, all the music I was listening to, um, just was about God or what he was calling me to, about his word, his character. Um, and yeah, I think it's because like, just like anyone else, like I need to re- be reminded of the truth. I like David, even the psalmist, like need to remind my soul like of who God is, of who I am in light of who he is and of the truth. Mm-hmm. Cause, but yeah, it's not, I don't listen to only people say church music because I'm holier than anyone else. It's because I need, mm-hmm. I need God. I, I think it's because I see my need mm-hmm. and that if I, and the power of music. And so if I listen to anything else, it's like, that ain't going to influence me in the right direction. Yeah. That ain't going to influence me to be obedient to the word that says to set my mind on things above. It ain't going to influence me to only think on things that are lovely and true and pure, mm-hmm. like the word says in Philippians. Um, so that's why I listen to it. It yeah. helps me. And then now that I'm raising kids, it helps me disciple my kids. And I'm thankful because I love, that's like one of my favorite things is like hearing my kids randomly break out in a worship song like mm-hmm. this morning, or like if they hear a song, like singing along to it. Like I, um, this morning we're at my parents' house and King of Kings was playing and um, Ezra started singing along. Um, I can't remember the part, probably like the chorus and mm-hmm. just hearing them sing about God, who God is. And then I, they might, they don't necessarily understand it all right now, but to know like that's a gift that I can give them. Cause I remember like when I was little and I was memorizing these scripture verses that I had no clue what it was really about. And then now to this day, having those scriptures just ingrained in my mind and in my heart and Holy Spirit, like bringing them to remembrance, like the word says he will. I'm like, man, I'm so glad I have those memories from when I was a kid. Because mm-hmm. now, like, I just remember them from when I was little and I understand them more. They mean so much more to me. And so even just by playing worship music in the house or using Alexa to, to do that. Um, yeah. Sorry, she might don't, respond. Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't say anything to her right now because she might turn but, off all this equipment. Yeah, but... But yeah, that's one way we can disciple our kids, just mm-hmm. sit in the music that we that we play in the car, in the house. So speaking like practically about the way music has worked in your life and its influence, we're going to get back to the church and your role. But like I've seen it in our marriage where we're not we're not necessarily doing well or like I've done something to like wrong you. And then you listen to worship music and like. And that'll help you, like, bring you to a place of, like, okay, forgiving or, like, repenting or, like, all of those things, whatever, whatever's going on, like, however you need to respond. I've seen that in your life. And that's something I don't do very well. Well, I think um, when we, like, first got together, like, when we first got married and you saw that or, like, we were in the, if we were in the car and we just had an argument and I would want to play <laughs> and I'd pl- be playing worship music. Sorry, kids keep coming in. What's up, buddy? Okay, go rest. Go, go rest, down. son. Go sit down and rest. You got to go lay down and rest and lock the door, buddy. So you guys keep coming in and out. Or you can sit right here. Yeah, it's fine. Um, you sit there. 
but yeah, when we would get into arguments and I play a worship song in the car, he'd be like, how are you going to play that right now? I don't want to hear that right now. And, or I think well, my, you my would thought tell is, me, my thought is that was, my thought was, was not, yeah, not anymore, but my thought was, oh, wow. Like you can like, you know, that same thought that you might have and, and you like, know, how are you going to worship God right now? How are you going to worship God right now when you just did this? Right? Yeah. Like, almost like the thing that I teach people not to feel when they come into worship and they're struggling. Mm-hmm. I say, no, lift your hands. Cause God has forgiven you and he's gracious. But in the moment when like earlier on in our marriage, I used to, I used to think that, or even in our, just our relationship, friendship, all those things. I was, how could you, how can you do that? Right. So. Yeah. And in my mind, what I was thinking is, Hey, I need this right now. I mean, I need to turn on something that's going to get me out of this, uh, place where I'm like only thinking about, um, what you've done to wrong me or I'm having a hard time seeing things rightly right now. Mm-hmm. So I need to see things rightly. Meaning like, I got to, I got to remember what God says about this mm-hmm. or what God says period. And that'll help me think more rightly in this situation. Cause most times like, um, when I'm in conflict or I think in general, most people are in conflict, like it's easy to be selfish and just think about how, like, how have I been wronged? Like, I can't believe so-and-so did this or this. And mm-hmm. it's hard to humble ourselves. And so when I listen, listen to worship music, it helps me remember who Christ is, what he did for me. And, like, and most worship song, you know, it's thanking God for, like, his grace, his mm-hmm. faithfulness, his forgiveness, his kindness, his mercy. And it's like, how can I praise God for, for all of these things and then not extend that same grace, kindness, forgiveness, love to my neighbor, yeah. which includes me, I'm yes, my husband, <laughs> which includes like, yeah, everyone. And so that's why I listen to worship music yeah. because I need it. Yeah. Like even throughout my day with the kids. So I, so we never talked about this, but is that like, you see the, cause I wonder, I always wonder like, why are you so like, why you're so passionate about music? Like for me, I'm like, let's just pick six hymns and we'll figure it out. Like, and you ask me sometimes mm-hmm. like, does it have to fit with the song? I'm like, no, nah, I don't have to. Just just uh, pick a hymn. Like, mm-hmm. but you're very intentional about the music selection at our church mm-hmm. more than me. Like, and it, sometimes when we're selecting songs, I'll get to like Friday and I'm like, oh, this song would work great after I'm done with my sermon. And you're like, you wish you got it earlier. But it seems like probably where the worship comes from, or that desire, the passion that you have for helping lead the church in worship, in music, and all that. Mm-hmm. You think it's part of that is because of all your experiences with the benefit of worship. Like yeah, what it for does sure. for you. I think, well, one, like I enjoy it and it like, I feel like so, so many times, like I've experienced like that, how in a sense, like circular it is where God calls us to pour out our lives, right. And like to a life of service and to die to ourselves daily. And, but in doing that, a lot of times like people struggle with that or they're like, they don't want to follow God because it is costly. But I'm like, man, I've experienced so much of the joy that comes with following him. That's what I mean by like it being circular. Mm-hmm. So like we serve, we pour our, our lives out, but really he gives us so much more. And like we receive so much more. And in, in that sense, it's kind of circular. So for me, like I, and it's something I love doing like with the Lord, like mm-hmm. praying about, like just talking to him about like, oh, how would this song go? And I feel like a lot of times he gives me ideas and I can only give credit to him because I'm like, that just popped in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's the giver of every good and perfect gift, the word says. And so it must be coming from him if it's a good one. And so, and even, yeah, just from experience of the the fruit and the joy that comes from encountering him in musical worship. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I desire for everyone to be able to encounter the Lord through that and his presence and just to 
to know who he is and not only that but to to see him rightly i mean mm-hmm. even for myself um and a lot of times yeah when i'm not just picking songs but worshiping like i'm i'm after i'm after him i'm after like bringing him joy mm-hmm. not not like like i have to earn it mm-hmm. but like from this place of thanksgiving like this thanksgiving to God and for God is what's motivating me mm-hmm. to worship. And then out of that, like he just gives so much more. Yeah. And it just helps. It also just helps me think of my circumstances mm-hmm. more rightly in light of who God is. So then there's the the heart of worship that you're talking about, the culture you want to build of worship, mm-hmm. the benefits that you get from worship. But as like somebody who's directing worship for a church, what role does like, like what role does excellence play in it what role does like because there's there's a we want to avoid seeing worship as a performance Mm -hmm. but then the other side is we just don't want it to just be horrible up there like in a unpleasant experience you know like it should be so like what how do you do that how do you make sure that our teams are up there engaging in worship and our people are doing the same thing and doing it in such a way that it brings glory to god but not being just a performance yeah I think it includes a lot. Like there, there's a lot of aspects to that. Um, but like practically for me, what it looks like is like, like I said, like everything's worship, right? So from like the start of picking a set of going through the songs of like prayerfully doing that, I think every, what you see on a Sunday morning, at least at Harbor Church Waipahu is a fruit of all that. Mm-hmm. Like all the prep, all the time, and prayers I put into put into it, all the conversations with, um, and and that's the thing. Also, including your team in that. So not necessarily like in the song section, but if you're gonna have someone lead, like picking a key that that person can just excel or sing that song like really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and for yourself, if you're leading the song, picking like so song selection, key selection, like for me, or like when you say like excellent, like, like yes, we want to um, be excellent, and I think the fine line between like, Hey, when is it performance or not? Is I think just staying close to the Lord, um, like through it all mm-hmm. and like always checking your heart. Cause yeah, we're, we're human. It's so easy to become like caught up in ourselves or mm-hmm. what we want to do, but humbling ourselves like at each step mm-hmm. and be like, okay, Lord, like, and not every, um, decision. That doesn't mean every decision you need to hear the like audible voice of the Lord on like do this song. Like mm-hmm. that's not the case, but like, Example, like the other week, like um, I'm listening to the song that uh, I had planned to use for the communion song or after the communion. Um, kind of our response. And, uh-huh. yeah. and and a particular person came to mind and I was like, man, she'd kill it vocally mm-hmm. on this song. And then I was like, wait, she hasn't sung with us yet. But I knew her musical experience. I knew mm-hmm. she could do it. I was like, I haven't asked her yet. Nah, I could just do it myself. But then I was like, wait, I was just checking my own heart. And like talking to the Lord about it, I was like, I think this is an idea from the Lord. Let me at least reach out to her. Because you do have times like, so, so you're, you're saying, like you're, you're being honest. And like you do have times when there's a song mm-hmm. and man, you want to sing that song. Yeah. Like you want to sing that song. Not not for any bad reason, Just but you I like it. You love the song. <laughs> yeah. And you're saying that there's times when for the greater purpose of worship and Make and and just pursuing the 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 best thing for the team, the best thing for the congregation. Mm-hmm. You'd say sometimes we got to step back and go like let that person take that song and and be cool with it. Yeah, and and, and not just them. that, but I think, um, yeah, I think it all comes together. I mean, like 
the word, the word of God, and just like always submitting our plans before the Lord because um so like that example, right? Or just putting others before yourself. Mm-hmm. Like that's scripture. So in the whole process, right? Like my uh my goal or like going back to culture that I want to build mm-hmm. is one where Jesus is at the forefront. He's being glorified. But also like we're doing this together mm-hmm. as a body. Mm-hmm. So like my team, I look at like unity is important. Harmony is important. Mm-hmm. Meaning like I'm not going to put my own needs before my brother or sisters. Mm-hmm. So if that means I don't I don't solo this part or even if it means like so for me I like hearing one voice mm-hmm. whether that's one person actually just soloing mm-hmm. or um people coming together um and us doing like harmonizing on on parts mm-hmm. sorry it's fine um yeah I want us to be united yeah. and to be like one voice mm-hmm. um and not competing against each other um and so I think one way to one way to um, create that culture, I mean, it starts with with the leadership. So it starts with me. So most times I, I try to empower other people mm-hmm. to, um, like, if I believe that they can do it, and even if they don't do it perfectly, like, I want to empower them to do it. Like, hey, and I've seen, I've seen that work. Like, I've mm-hmm. seen people, like, start to soar in ways that they weren't soaring before mm-hmm. or, like, serving in um, awesome ways, like, Ways that are blessing the church, yeah. blessing yeah. the body, blessing myself included. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't just happen. That doesn't happen without laying your mm-hmm. own preferences down um, and putting other people's good before yours. Yeah. So an, another question, just I want to. Sorry, I feel like I missed a bunch in that. Really? I don't know. You I mean, yeah, I feel like there's just so much in that. Like when I, Sorry, I'm thinking back to your question about excellence. Yeah. And like, how do you do it excellently, but um, not as performance? Mm-hmm. And it really, you have to stay connected to the Lord. Cause there are times for myself where I'm always like every week, I'm like, Lord, help me to like, not even when it's like going through a set and stuff, let, let not become just mundane work or like religious work mm-hmm. that I'm doing. Like, okay, I got to find good songs. Like, it's not even about that, mm-hmm. but like, okay, God, what, which songs? And I, sometimes I'm like, there are multiple songs, but like, help me find the songs that are right for our specific mm-hmm. church right now. Mm-hmm. That'll, Bless our people and help us to, like, bring everything together. So I'm thinking about, like, just even on that question, because mm-hmm. you covered a lot. You covered all of that. It's really good. But, like, what about the guy who says, or the person who says, they come up to you. And we've, we, 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 we're using hypotheticals. We talked about this before we planted. But the person who comes up to you and says, I just believe in the heart of worship. It's not performance. Mm-hmm. So let's just go up there. Mm-hmm. Let's just do this. Mm-hmm. And not, like... We don't need rehearsals, right? It's not performance. We don't need to rehearse like that. Mm-hmm. Things don't need to be tight, right? We're just sing. We're just like, how do you, how do you respond to that person? Oh, like to me, because we're like, a church plant. We could have done that. We didn't yeah. do that. You didn't do that. But would that be giving God our best? Mm. That's and it and it's hard to go up there and just say, let's put this all together mm-hmm. when like it's hard to have a heart that's prepared and ready and feels confident and united um and harmonious like together Mm -hmm. just like getting up there and winging it yeah and so for me i'm gonna do all i can to prepare as best i can for sunday morning but holding it like this like i never want it to be so rehearsed that we're so stuck in our ways that we can't repeat a chorus Mm -hmm. because i've like most times i try to like 
for lack of better words, like read the room, but not only that, but listen to the spirit. Mm-hmm. And like, if I'm feeling in my spirit, like, hey, let's repeat this chorus. Then we'll repeat that chorus. Or there was a Sunday where I was like, hey, I was just like sitting in service, the sermon, listening to the sermon. I was like, man, rain above it all would be great right right after the sermon. So I'm like, you're up there preaching, but I'm texting you so that when you get down or you can see it. And then yeah. also checking with our team, like, because we want to be respectful of everyone's time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but our church right now, we only have one service, but still wanting to like check with our team, not just... We never want it to be like a one-man show or like, hey, we're just going to go based on what, what Leah thinks, but looking for confirmation and even just in that way, um, trying to be obedient to the Lord mm-hmm. um, in his word with like services are meant to be orderly mm-hmm. um, and not just uh, everything be spontaneous. Yeah. Um, and so just checking with the team like, hey, um, how you guys, I'm feeling like we should do this song again and like, people mm-hmm. confirming. Um, yeah, that was a good, that was a good moment. But but yeah, so preparing as best we can so that on a Sunday morning, so like even like rehearsing parts, um, we do it all so that on Sunday, we don't necessarily have to look so much at sheets, mm-hmm. but it can come from a place of, hey, I know this, yeah. I'm going to sing this, but we have the sheets there for confidence. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of like why, like they're called confidence monitors, right? So it was confidence up there, but we don't have those yet. So we don't have confidence monitors, but so the thing. Oh no. So I was just saying like, we do all, all that preparation mm-hmm. we do so that we can worship freely on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like, so that hopefully we don't have to be thinking, thinking so much, like mm-hmm. it got to go this next or this next, but so that we can focus on worshiping the Lord or uh, meditating on the lyrics as we're singing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, be prepared so you can worship too. Yeah. So you're not just like performing. <laughs> yeah. Um, What about like, you have a, something you shared, I forget what it was. You said excellence <laughs> is like doing everything we can to prepare something like that. Like excellence isn't perfection. It's. I, I didn't say perfection, but yeah, I said it's doing everything as unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 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 I think something like But that, like we, know. one of the things that we just expect, like if we serve, like we do ask people to just be prepared. Like it's one thing to, I guess we talked I about I think this. that's also one way that we love one another, like in the body. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, and like respect each other's time mm-hmm. because if, so like, I'm putting in all this time to prepare it all. And if my team isn't reading it beforehand, then that's not really loving of them to me or in the same way, like it wouldn't be loving of me to them if I'm not getting, gathering the core charts or sending them core charts or expecting them to get themselves. Mm -hmm. And then everybody comes playing different versions of the song. Mm -hmm. Like that's not loving one another and it's not loving our church because then we're not coming in together and united. So um, it just helps everyone also be on the same page and it helps us worship together as one, yeah. as the body. What about, I guess, um, the, what role does the congregation play in helping worship God? Well, a big role. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 because if we're up there and we're all engaged mm-hmm. in the, I mean, I've experienced it where the congregation just feels dead or like they're not engaged at all. Mm-hmm. And, in that case, like most times I'll just close Not my at eyes. our church though. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, most times, <laughs> yeah. honestly, most times I'm, I'm just kidding. trying to focus on the Lord because yeah. what um, my my perspective is and just from my experience is, and I think this helps with making sure it's not performance. Like mm-hmm. I don't really, unless I'm doing a, tra- uh, like a verbal transition mm-hmm. where I'm like speaking to the congregation, 
I don't really look at the congregation like, come on, mm-hmm. be right. engaged in this song. Yeah. Because for me, what I've what I've found has been successful in worship, particularly, is like, hey, the best thing I can do for the congregation is to worship God myself. Mm-hmm. And my goal is that my worship, me worshiping, will cause you to worship God. Yeah. And not to just watch me worship God. Yeah. Um, and then if I'm giving a charge to the to the congregation, then I'm then I'll be looking at the congregation mm-hmm. and speaking like, to them. Yeah, speaking to them. But, but uh, if, for the worship team, well, because I'm thinking of people like me who can't keep like I can't keep I can't time sing and, time and key. Uh-huh. Like I can I can sing by myself, but uh-huh. I can't keep time and key. One of the roles that I feel like I've learned just as being a part of the church the church plant mm-hmm. when I was when we were at town at Harbor Town. I feel like I was doing a lot of live streaming and I was doing a lot of like other things, but now that I'm just sitting there preaching, so I'm in the service with everyone, right? Like mm-hmm. more, more just right in the congregation and nobody sits in the front two rows. So I'm there by myself. Um, what actually, no people front sit there. Row. Front yeah. row. I'm in the front row, but our front row yeah. is also one foot away from our stage. Yeah. So I can understand people not sitting. Yeah. There. Our second row is usually this cool. Is, this is second row is cool. But Sitting there, what I noticed is one of the ways that I can serve on the work, like serve in worshiping God myself is by being engaged in worship. Yeah. And how sure. encouraging, like, like we hear somebody like, um, Auntie Donna or something, people in our congregation that are just singing and like, um, they're soup, they're engaged. It does help everyone. It does help everyone just kind of drop the burden and just say, worship I'm going to sing to God. Yeah. I'm going to be free. Yeah. Um, I've seen that be so helpful for the church too. For like sure. not just the people up front, but it's also our congregation. As our congregation gets more free, as you yeah. and it's it's discipleship up there, mm-hmm. right? Everything mm-hmm. is discipleship. Um all of that happens is we're discipling our people to be free in worship, just like our team is. Mm-hmm. It helps the worship team. It helps our congregations sure. worship. And it's encouraging. Mm-hmm. It, kind of like I reference Ephesians, I think it's five, maybe 19. Mm-hmm. Um Five, chapter five, verse nineteen, uh, where it talks about you know singing psalms and spiritual hymns to like uh, edify one another, build each other up. Like it does that. Mm-hmm. Like I was just sharing with someone in the congregation uh, who now sings on a worship team. Like one week I took, so we use in ear monitors, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes well, so I took it out to like hear the congregation because my crowd mics weren't turned up so much. So I took it out and I could hear one person specifically, but I could hear the people, but I heard her singing out and it encouraged me. Mm-hmm. It blessed me. It encouraged me to worship more. Um, and so that's what it's meant to do, right? Like, like you said, we're like leading the people from the front, but it's also like we're worshiping together as one church mm-hmm. and hearing the congregation and seeing the congregation engage in worship is always so encouraging to the worship team. And it just makes us not just enjoy what we're doing, but want to worship more and like go for it more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's always encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. I, what is, um, what's been the biggest challenge to like being in your role at our church, at the church? Um, I think leading people well, or like just dealing with people, like everyone's different. So everyone communicates differently or mm-hmm. receives things differently. And so just um, being aware of that and um, yeah, learning everyone's strengths mm-hmm. and weaknesses and trying to um, build them up in a way that's like loving and grace, graceful and not just like not demeaning and not demanding. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I think that's been the most uh, uh, rewarding and yet the most like challenging. Just, mm-hmm. just like, hey, how do I, how do I, yeah, just navigate yeah. all that. And and I think like putting like different teams together, like who would go well together. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. And I think one of the things that we learn as planting the church is we're trying to strike a balance between calling people to give to to give everything they can to like to serve to mm-hmm. give give their time their energy right to help the worship and serve in all kinds of different ways and at the same time knowing that the biggest service that they have like is the service to the Lord personally mm-hmm. um, their worship to Him personally and their their families mm-hmm. and so as a church plant we have a lot of needs and at the same time trying to balance out those needs that we have with caring for the people and energy and like, cause people are giving their time, they're working and, and doing so much. And so calling people higher, I feel like, and, and supporting at the same time has been something that we've been trying to do, trying mm-hmm. to do well um, as, as, as well as we can. And I'm pro- we probably got way more room to grow in that. But what has been one of the challenges with you and me? Cause our relationship changed in, in a sense of like how we like in ministry, because in town, I was um, pastoring, um, doing youth, doing live stream stuff, doing discipleship ministries at the church, leading small groups. And you and I never really interacted on. Yeah, so we didn't really the, work together at this un, at this level. Until, at this level, yeah. Until we planted. So what's been like really the challenges with challenges. me, with communicating with me and even just as a pastor, I'm saying like as a pastor, you and I are working together. Because <laughs> well, like, you're not just my pastor, but you're my husband. So like. <laughs> Uh, that has it's not funny that I'm your husband. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's funny because you're thinking about <laughs> I think the challenging and uh, good times. I mean, there's a mix, but yeah, sometimes uh, going through song selections with you is like a breeze, or you're like, oh yeah, I love it. Other times, it's like I want your input, and then <laughs> you're just like your mind somewhere else. You're like, I can't think about it right, that right now, but like I'm trying to get it out. Uh, as soon as I can to the team. And I'm just like, six hymns, let's do it. You keep saying that, but that's not true. Yeah, that's not true, but it's just easier because I don't need to think about it. Um, I'm like, oh, those are time-tested. <laughs> no, I mean, you don't usually tell me you want six hymns. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think it's just... Um, it's challenging probably because it, it's like 24-7 for us. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> It's like, I will be thinking about this at like two in the morning sometimes. And yes. then like, sometimes you're awake at working at two in the morning, but you're thinking about something else. Yes. And so I think a challenge has been like, um, trying to love one another and like, not just like doing stuff on our own timetables. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was our son going in yeah. and out. <laughs> Let me lock well, that. And then I think protecting this, protecting our relationship. And I think Maybe I haven't I haven't done this like hundred percent well, but remembering like for me remembering that this isn't just a worship like if we're gonna do this together I need to remember that my that Leah is not just leading worship and music at our church she's my wife first. Oh, but sometimes so, yeah I feel like sometimes also I just seem more like challenges. You need to remember like hey I'm the worship leader I'm not just your wife because <laughs> sometimes I'm like true. hey you wouldn't talk to any of your other leaders like this. <laughs> that's true. I got it. Uh, yeah, but. Like Not all the, the time. I'm just saying, like, yeah. yeah. It's been but, we were we were a setup tearing down church, like having stuff at our house, like for a, for for a little bit, and 
that came with challenges and learning to communicate has been just the interesting <laughs> to say the least in a good way like learning to communicate the worship sets and all of that and how we oh i mean but yeah. i feel like that has been like the least challenging as far as the worship mm-hmm. sets i'm thinking more so like sunday morning like when we're both like our minds are racing with all the stuff we mm-hmm. got to do we're trying to get ready we got five kids now for most of the church plant we had until the last month we had four kids but mm-hmm. even that with like getting them all ready and um at one from what like half of it now like we're doing the setup tear down but like we both had to be there mm-hmm. um and at that point my like now my parents are uh, help a lot with the kids and yeah. so you and i are able to be there early without taking all the kids but before when i was like taking all the kids that was a lot so just like showing each other grace mm-hmm. so i'm thinking more so like on a sunday morning when things are uh busy and like just communicating in in those times and assuming the best of one another yeah speaking um good towards one another like just tone matters mm-hmm. yeah because <laughs> i could like not even be frustrated with you but sometimes just like in my own mind like getting my whatever i need to get done mm-hmm. but yeah i think that just loving one another through the in and through the busyness mm-hmm. what is um what do you want to see from like a dream for the worship like just as for harbor church white power worship mm-hmm. what is something that you want to see in the next few years as oh, we try to plan i'm excited to see us uh worship worshiping with our own songs and music and in multiple languages like mm-hmm. in tagalog and because uh, a lot of the people i mean the community we're in is predominantly filipino and then um with our partnership with global fingerprints in the philippines um like be like would be a dream to see our songs mm-hmm. like be able to bless their churches there mm-hmm. in um their native tongue and then um, in Samoan and Hawaiian. Um, Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited and hopeful that Mm -hmm. it's going to happen because already God has been bringing people with the same heart and with skills to be able to, to do this. Um, So I'm excited. Yeah. That'd be cool. I think to hear, we've already had a few songs from people that have like written songs. Yeah. Um, uh, A big dream of mine is to record a, live worship recording album <laughs> yeah our little church that would be cool yeah yeah mm-hmm. and awesome. just for more people to come and experience the the love and power of god and um salvation mm-hmm. so what can people expect i guess if they're visiting our church what do you hope they take away from from the experience um that god is awesome i i just hope that they come in they encounter the living and active word of god jesus mm-hmm. and that because we could sing beautiful songs and sound amazing, but unless the Holy Spirit is present mm-hmm. and he's the one that does the transforming, yeah. he's the one that takes the words that we're singing and like hits someone's heart, like t- like, you know, actually does the heart work, the mm-hmm. mind work, renews our minds. Like I want them to come in and experience the the power of God yeah, and to, to leave changed by him. Awesome. Yeah, but you've been a great worship leader, I think, for our church. I think I think everybody... It's been fun. I think we're all thankful that you, you're doing this. It's been a joy. Yeah. I think that's one thing, too. It's like, you gotta enjoy it. Otherwise, I think it comes across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've been enjoying it. It's been yeah. a privilege. It's awesome.